Welcome to the FERT Force Podcast. Our show helps active duty military spouses plan virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We are bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Force founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. Vertforce is launching something big, Rocket Remote, our proven method to harness LinkedIn for your remote career search. Our LinkedIn video modules in Rocket Remote give you the keys to rev up LinkedIn's search engine capabilities and unlock the secrets to navigating its vast digital network. But LinkedIn is not all you get. Rocket Remote combines our LinkedIn video modules with our popular resume bootcamp course so you have exactly what you need to prepare for the virtual job market. Subscribe at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. That's bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. Good evening, Vertforce, and happy Tuesday Night Live. It's your community leader, Kimber Hill, and I'm here with another amazing opportunity alert for you tonight. Tonight, we're speaking with Travelers Insurance. Why? They are an amazing employer and they are pivoting to hire military spouses for remote roles. Travelers has always been committed to the military community. They've maintained an incredible reputation as one of the best property casualty insurers in the country for more than 160 years. And they've always been committed to hiring from our nation's military community. But with the COVID-19 pandemic, that effort has expanded to creating remote jobs for military spouses. So this not traditionally remote company is pivoting to offer virtual careers to male spouses. So I'm live to talk about how Travelers is transitioning to traditionally in-office roles to remote career opportunities for ideal military spouses. We're going to talk about these jobs. We're going to talk to these two amazing male spouses that I've got with me tonight who actually work for Travelers. We are going to talk about the incredible benefits that they offer the staff at Travelers. All right, so tonight we've got Miss Jennifer White. She is Travelers Vice President of Talent Acquisition. That's a pretty important job. She's been with Travelers for 17 years. She grew as a recruiter. She now leads 62 recruiters and directors across the United States, Canada, and UK. She's a military daughter and a military spouse whose husband spent 27 years in the U.S. Air Force and Air Force Reserves. We've also got Miss Ashley Sugg. She is a resolution specialist at Travelers. She's going to bring a very unique perspective to our conversation tonight because she's actually worked in the roles that are available and open now. She spent four years at Travelers starting on the front lines 
of customer service as an insurance service rep. And that's one of the roles you can apply for tonight. She's a military spouse of 10 years. So I just want to say thank you, Ashley, and thank you, Jen, for coming on the show and sharing with us what it's like to work for travelers. Thank yeah, you thanks. for having us. Thanks for having us. We're really excited to be here tonight. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. All right, ladies. I'm so excited about these two job opportunities. I would love to dive in. For those of our community members who aren't familiar, let's start with who is Travelers? What does Travelers do? Sure. So Travelers is a property and casualty insurance company that's been in business for I think we're at 167 or 167 years old this year. We actually started out as a travel accident insurance company in the mid 1800s, and we have swiftly evolved into much more than that. I uh, just wanted to also share that we are the second largest commercial or business insurer. We are the sixth largest personal insurer in the United States, and we're also listed wow. amongst the Dow 30, which is a significant accomplishment for an organization of our size. So, you know, the products that we sell and service are things like homeowners insurance, renters insurance, auto insurance. We even sell wedding insurance. And we also we're in the small to large business insurance coverage. And those are just to name a few. I mean, we have so many other niche products that we sell here. So, you know, you might be asking yourself, okay, so how do you stay in business for that long selling insurance? Well, I can assure you that we are constantly evolving, innovating, and coming up with newer, faster, more ways to serve our policyholders so that we do stay relevant in a really competitive marketplace. There's so much more that happens behind the scenes that I just don't think people realize that, gosh, an old insurance company would, would actually do that. They would actually have data scientists on hand and forensics yeah. labs. Um, it's a pretty exciting place. So, so we've had to maintain our competitive edge. And then just lastly, you know, one of the things that I am often asked about is our culture here at Travelers. And it really boils down to the Travelers promise, which is taking care of our customers in their greatest time of need, taking care of each other as colleagues and peers, and then taking care of the communities in which we reside in. It's really the best way that I can describe our organization. It's just, it's a very caring, very caring environment. I absolutely recognized that. I recognized that when we were having our, we, we do pre-production calls for these live streams. And I recognized that just in how you all communicate via email, how you all communicate together as a team and collaborate I recognized that when I was studying the job descriptions, and we'll talk about the benefits mm -hmm. of working with travelers later in this conversation, but just knowing that you care just as much about your employees as you do about your clients, it means a lot. And that's what the military community is looking for in these long-term remote careers. We're looking for companies that we can grow with, that we can support, that we can mission align with, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I know we'll talk about how the pandemic has affected us, but I'll share even just within my own team, which is across the United States and a couple of other international mm -hmm. companies. And this pandemic, because it forced us all to be home, has really forged even greater synergy and care amongst one another because it really 
while we're here to do the job each day, and, and certainly that's what Travelers wants us to do, the personal side of caring about one another really took a leading step in getting through this. So, Right. I would love to know more about how Travelers is responding to the pandemic, but and I, I imagine that it's a lot like what other companies are experiencing. Perhaps Travelers has realized this year that remote work is truly a possibility. I, I know we started having conversations, I think, back in July, and remote just wasn't an option yeah. permanently at that point. But now it is, right? So really, let me ask you this. What is the latest way that Travelers is showing agility and innovation in response to the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah. So, you know, we had to very quickly shift to working from home, which in many circumstances was new for employees. Some groups had already been doing it for quite some time and had embraced it years ago, which was great. But we still had some thought in, in the organization that you had to be in the office. You had to be amongst the community to really, you know, perform your best. But I think a lot of that has kind of shifted. And thank goodness, you know, an organization of our size has the type of technology to support mm -hmm. that engagement, that interaction, and being able to do those jobs while you're not in the office. I'd also share that, you know, we very, very quickly had to figure out how to interview, hire, train, onboard new employees when all of that was typically handled in the office. And so, you know, our recruiting volume never stopped for a second during the pandemic, even at the earlier stages. And it's actually the, the volume of, of needs has actually grown over the last couple of months. And so we're, you know, we're, we're continuing with the model of, you know, we're home now and we're doing the best that we possibly can. So Ash, let me turn to our listeners and viewers tonight. If you're watching live, what does it mean to you that an organization as established and prominent in our American economy as travelers is committed to hiring remote roles now and is committed to bringing military spouses remote employment? Just chat in the comments, like, how does that change your life? How does that impact you? I'd really like to hear from you. Ashley, it would be great to hear from you too on how especially since you, you've actually performed in these roles, yeah. how you've seen them change since you've been able to perform them from home. Yeah. So Jennifer is 100% correct. We had to do this very quickly. I was in the office Monday through Friday, you know, five days a week, four weeks per month. And then all of a sudden we broke it down. My team was about a team of 40. We broke us down into two teams. Half of us tested working from home on a Thursday it worked out great. So by the end of the day, even I had an email said, Hey, you're good to go. Don't come back into the office. Second group did it that Friday. They got the same email. And then that following Tuesday is when my state shut down for the pandemic. So it was perfect mm -hmm. timing and it's worked pretty smoothly to be able to adjust that amount of people and not just my team itself, but the teams across the, the country to be able to work from home in a short amount of time when it's not something that we were used to, they made it a very smooth transition. And the culture of caring is not just a sales tactic. It's something that we really do implement. There's not been one second throughout this whole ordeal that we have to live through right now that I haven't felt supported. I haven't felt not cared for, or, you know, I've 
Yeah. I've been cared for. We have emails, not just from our, our direct leadership or our senior leaders, but our CEO, even he sends out emails constantly, um, just checking in, letting us know, you know, what he's doing and how he's trying to make things better for the company, you know, just kind of food for thought things of, and just reminding us that he's there with us too, and kind of writing this out with it. I love that you hear from him on a regular basis. Yeah. And that that's normal outside of the pandemic as well. It's not mm-hmm. a new thing for him to be doing this. We hear from him frequently throughout the year, pandemic or not. So it's to have it reiterated and even just show up a little bit more during this has just been warming and we feel at ease and that we are being taken care of. My office did pilot reopening for a little while and we were given the option to go test it out. We're not forced to do it. We had the ability to you know, say, hey, yeah, I want to test it. And then if we weren't comfortable with it, turn around and say, you know what, this isn't for me. And we continue mm-hmm. to work from home. There was no pressure and you never were made to feel bad about doing it or not doing it. And it's, you know, unfortunately we're shutting back down again, so we're no longer doing that. But you know, it was nice to get back into the office for a little bit and they were trying. So <laughs> it was good and a good effort. You know, the pandemic has other ideas for us right now. <laughs> yeah. So we're adjusting. We're flexible. And I'll just add to that, Ash, you know, one good thing about COVID is that, you know, Travelers has really started to explore options of not being in the office. Back in August, late summer, you know, one of our training leads had shifted the focus to military spouses and put a plan together to really help support that. So this is an individual that just happened to be ex-military. He had moved about 11 times in his career and had recognized that, you know, military spouse resumes, they're going to look a little different. And that took a great deal of retraining and reprogramming for our hiring managers that would typically review a resume and see like, you know, a gap or two and then it would, you know, throw people off or maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. what people wanted mm-hmm. to see. And so there's been kind of a shift in mindset around like, don't immediately dismiss that. Like, look at the volunteer work that's listed. Look at the international right. moves in different locations and a whole host of, of other things that you really needed to just kind of shift the thinking. I'll just give you a couple additional stats about travelers and our committed military efforts. So company-wide, we are about uh, just maybe under 30,000 employees, of which a thousand of those individuals are either current or former military. We also have a traveler's military and veteran network within the organization. Anybody in the company can join. You don't need to have any affiliation with military whatsoever. We've grown that membership to about 3,200 members, which is great. I mean, probably, and I'm a part of several networks, but it's probably the most cohesive, committed group that is just highly communicative and it's really great form. And then just, you know, for our employees that actually do end up getting deployed, you know, we send care packages to them and we just ensure that, you know, the families that they leave behind are also taken care of. So it's just, so it, important. it's a great population to think of. So why not? <laughs> yeah, it's so important. And I think it just speaks volumes about your culture and why you're such a great organization to work with. One of the things that I wanted to point back to as well, and a couple of the things that Ashley said is feeling cared for, feeling like you're in an environment where you can support and where you can grow. It's very important. 
it's important that you're able to be fostered, you're able to learn, and you're able to get your foot in the door and know that you're with an organization that you can be with long-term. So my next question for you is for our viewers and listeners tonight, for those that are interested in starting their career with travelers, I know that we've got two entry-level roles, and I do really want to talk about those, but what is the pathway with travelers? What does it look like to get hired? Are there more than just these entry-level roles that we're talking about? And then let's talk about those two jobs. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I can share with you that if you go to our website today, we have several hundred jobs posted. And that doesn't reflect jobs that have multiple openings on them. So just consider that there's a lot more open. Mm -hmm. We are going to get into the two specific jobs that we're recruiting for today. But I would be remiss if I didn't even mention that, you know, we're hiring for hundreds and hundreds of jobs across the globe in Canada, you know, the United Kingdom, and obviously the United States. There's a really significant initiative within travelers, specifically around technology and I don't know any company that doesn't have needs within the technology space, but I just wanted to quickly highlight and certainly visit our, our careers page on travelers.com to get more information. But tech is huge right now. You know, we're looking for folks such as software engineers. We are going to be looking for Salesforce developers, scrum masters, agile coaches. Yeah. <laughs> the list goes on. So definitely check out our website. And we started to make some of those opportunities a little bit easier to grasp, but a more entry-level area in terms of like boot camps that we're putting together. And then we're just, we're really embracing our own internal talent in terms of um, retooling and, and upskilling folks that maybe came from a different environment or a different skill set to get into a technology phase. So I had to mention that I was going to be in big, bad trouble. So we can certainly, <laughs> we can certainly transition to the other jobs that we're really trying to highlight um, tonight. And I think Ash, you wanted to maybe kick us off with some of that. Yeah. So one of the positions is our sales representatives. And, you know, don't fear, this isn't something that you're going to have to make phone calls and, you know, bother people, feel like you're harassing anybody. These are all inbound calls that are coming from people who want to quote from travelers. They maybe log onto a website and get the quote on the website or through what we call a comparative rater where it, you know, quotes them amongst different carriers and we were, you know, appeasing to them. So if you go for a sales role, you will be licensed, they will train you, they will get you licensed. And then again, you're not thrown on a phone to make outbound calls and try to, you know, beg someone to buy a traveler's policy. These are all people who want to talk to us. For right. the insurance service representative role is what I spent the first four years of my career as with travelers. And that's on the other side of customer service. It's helping our customers who already have policies with us. It's helping our agents who are out in like the brick and mortar agencies who write travelers policies on our behalf. If they have questions need to know some eligibility guidelines, if our agents are having a tough time navigating our systems, our customers need to call and make payments. That's what we do. So again, it's them calling us asking for clarification or assistance on something or, you know, I, I bought a new, a new car. Let's go ahead and get it added to your policy. So we're not, you know, in the business of making outbound calls to try to, you know, follow up with customers and say, hey, did you get a new car or anything like that? It's they're calling us. We are here to help them when they need us. 
Thank you so much for explaining that because I think it's important for all of our listeners to understand that sales representative does not mean you're cold calling people. It does not mean you're doing door-to-door sales. It means you're servicing travelers, clients who already know what they want to buy. You know, they already know they need insurance and they're calling travelers to get what they need, right? And so you're there to help them pick the correct solution. And for the customer service position, same thing, right? You're servicing people who already know what's going on and what they've purchased and where they are with their journey with travelers. And you get to be a part of that traveler's promise culture. You know, being, and you guys know this at Vertforce, you guys know my core value is servant leadership. And so you get to be a part of something very similar to that and to perform those two roles with the amazing benefits that Travelers offers, which we're gonna talk about in a few minutes. Have you heard the news? Resume Bootcamp just got upgraded. We've added a multi-part video series all about launching a LinkedIn profile that commands results in the virtual job market. This joint program is now called Rocket Remote. In it, you get unlimited access to all of our resume building course and now our new LinkedIn video modules. Our LinkedIn video modules reveal our secrets that will propel you to the remote career you've always wanted. If you're ready to shape your resume and LinkedIn for the virtual career market, subscribe to Rocket Remote at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. That's bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. So we're getting a lot of comments about the resume gaps. I'm watching this stream. So what I wanted to do here is just say, listeners and viewers, if you are relating very closely to what Jennifer said earlier about needing someone to look at your resume a little differently, needing someone to look at your resume from a different perspective because maybe you've done 10 PCSs or maybe you've had to stay at home with your kids and homeschool or stay at home with your children and raise them while your service member is consistently deployed, uh, give us some comments and uh, or emojis. I, I really want to see you. I kind of want to see who's relating to that. You can just throw a thumbs up in there or you can describe your situation and what happened to you. Um, we'd like to know what, what your situation is. And, and thanks, Jen, for bringing that up. I think it's very important that Travelers is paying attention to that. Can I just add one thing on that? Because I've, I've been trying to watch the sidebar chat at the same time, too. And I see a few <laughs> folks saying, you know, I, I've got this big gap on my resume because I stayed home to care, take care of my kids them, or whatever the situation is. is. You know what I've seen lately that I think is really clever and it really it alleviates any questions or concerns that anyone would look at. but. I've seen that gap listed as as a job history and people have used the title as like household CEO and then you just kind of list out all the things that you did because that honestly that is a job staying home and taking care of everything so think about that in a creative way you call yourselves I mean you can google them I'm sure there's tons of other things that you can use but I really love the household CEO I'm like yeah you really are yeah I'm glad you like that I know. I know a lot of spouses who do that And I think an important thing to mention here is the travelers committing to being a remote employer and being a virtual employer means that when you PCS, your career goes with you, your job goes with you. I know I was talking to, I think the individual who you mentioned earlier, who kind of, I want to say brainchild 
that that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Who birthed, you know, your military spouse dedication program. Anyway, and one of the things that he indicated was, I think you guys have already hired 10 people from the Vertforce community and two of them have already gone through a PCS. They have, yeah. Yeah, and Travelers is being very accommodating of that. And it's very important that we talk about that and we recognize it and we acknowledge it as a community that there are employers who will accommodate that transition. And you can keep your career Mm -hmm. alive and thriving while you PCS. All right, so we've got a couple of questions here. I'm just going to pause to answer these before we roll into my next question for you. So Brittany Sandoval asks, are all positions with travelers currently remote? No, they're not all remote. While a lot of us are home working, wherever it is that we are, we are not all home. In fact, we do have a very small group of folks that are still having to go into our locations because we've considered them essential workers. So it's a lot of folks that are around the technology space that would design program and send out equipment to new hires wherever they might be. So we're not we're not all workers today. It's definitely a conversation that's on the table. It might take some time to get there, but it is something that this year alone has proved that we can do a lot remotely. So it's something discussed mm. at a very high level right now. So Fingers crossed. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to amen that you can do it. And I am very supportive of travelers moving in that direction. And Aniko Tompa asks, will these roles transfer back to non-remote after the pandemic? And this is a great question. Thank you, Aniko, for bringing this up. There will be some roles that will transition back into a specific office, but I can tell you that there has been dialogue around our military spouses that if we commit to you that this is remote, then this is going to be remote. So Yes. And that's important for everyone watching and listening to this conversation. Yeah. Be sure to indicate you are a Vertforce referral yes. and that you are a military spouse so that you are included in the group that gets to remain remote in this role. Yeah, thank you. For, thanks for mentioning that. It, it's going to be a really important reference point for us. So, Yes. And Monica asks, are you paid by each call or hourly? We're salaried employees. For these roles, they would be overtime eligible. So anything outside of your standard um, 40-hour work week would be overtime eligible. But there, no, it's not based on call volume like typical sales would be. So yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a flat rate, no if you will. <laughs> yeah, no commission. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Monica, we'll talk more about those benefits and pay structure in just a, a little bit. I'll pause with the comment stream questions and let me get back to what I wanted to ask you next, which is, Ashley, I know you started as an insurance service rep or the customer service rep position, and you are now a resolution specialist, so you've promoted, right? Yes. Can you describe to us what that journey was like with travelers and what are the opportunities for growth within this organization? Absolutely. So I did, again, spend, I just celebrated my fourth year with Travelers in November, and I just transitioned to the resolution specialist role in August. I spent, you know, about three and a half years as an insurance service representative. So right there on those front lines, taking those inbound calls and just, you know, taking care of our customers and our agents. When this opportunity came up, I was hesitant on it just because 
The office I work in, we actually don't have any of these roles. So this is a perfect example of how flexible we are. I actually, I live in Connecticut and I report to a manager in New York. So I have the option though, when we do open back up, as long as we're going back to the building, I have that option to go in and sit in an office though. So I am flexible with that. I can stay home. I can go to the office it's flexible, <laughs> which is great when, you know, the military life isn't always that way. Throughout the years that I spent as an ISR is what we shorten it to. We do on-job coaching sessions, typically every other week with our managers. We have team meetings. We do weekly just little huddles with our teammates just to touch in. And we continued those virtually when we started working from home. So when we transition to working from home, we still have our virtual chats, our team meetings, our huddles, and things along those lines. So it was a pretty smooth transition. We didn't miss anything coming from home besides just that in, in-person, you know, contact. <laughs> the call center is, you know, in kind of like an easy foot in the door. And we have so many different opportunities coming our way. We can, you know, if you express to your supervisor that you're interested in underwriting, they'll work with you. They will coach you to it. They will get you shadowing, mentoring, things along those lines to make sure that your career is growing and not just in your current role. If you decide that you want to stay in the call center for the rest of your life, then they will work with you on that. If you decide that's not for you, then they will work with you on finding which direction you want to go. Which they will you know, work with you to make sure that we're growing you and not just trying to keep you in the one position so we don't have to fill it again. To me, that's important. And not everybody feels that way. And so I will say right. there is no one size fits all job, right? Right. I think there are some people, and my sister being one, who says I could work in the call center for the rest of my life and be happy. And for me, I'm the kind of person who says, mm, okay, well, I could do that for a while, but I'm going to get bored and I need to shift gears and I need to grow and I need to be challenged and I need to do new things. And I know we have Vertforce members who are on all ends of the spectrum. You know, I, they want to promote, they want to grow, they want to be- lead into management. And we have other people who say, I just want something steady and reliable that I can know that's there for me to log into every day for the next 20 years. That's yeah. all I want. And we do have service reps who have been in the same role for 10 years and they're happy there. And I have friends who started yeah. with me on the same team as me and they moved on to different areas, finance, business insurance, things along those lines. And they weren't held back. They were coached and they were given opportunities to go shadow and mentor if needed. And we mm-hmm. we grew them and watched them spread their wings and move on to the next step in their careers with travel. Yeah, that's wonderful. Can I just add one additional thing around like promotions and moving around? So as I mentioned earlier, we're about 30,000 employees and We typically hire anywhere from 4,000 to 6,000 people every single year. Mm -hmm. I would say anywhere from 40 to 42% of that 4 to 6,000, that's our internal talent. So it's individuals that have either gone for that next level up or people that have moved completely different business lines or completely different areas. And so we promote that pretty aggressively within the organization because we want to keep our talent. I mean, we've already invested in them. We want to continue to invest in them. It's just something that we really try to make, you know, front and center for folks. Just, you know, you can stay in a company this big and have tremendous amount of opportunity, but stay here. So it's Mm -hmm. something that we, uh, that we really like to promote. 
And to touch on what she mentioned about investing in us, we don't have to come into this role knowing anything about insurance. I knew nothing. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) My husband took care of all of our insurance needs and I, it was gibberish to me. Of course I do it now. I know the ins and outs and everything and I take care of it, but we spent the time in training to make sure that we, we understand it's not just a quick crash course. Here's personal insurance. You're on your own now. They take mm-hmm. the time to mm-hmm. actually train us so we understand what we're doing. Our goal is to, you know, as we talked about before, make sure our customers are feeling cared for. And we can only do that if we know what we're doing ourselves and mm-hmm. they take the time to make sure we are trained. When we roll out new product or have a change in any of our guidelines or anything like that, they make sure that we have the appropriate amount of training, whether it's just a quick 10-minute self-study, hey, here's what we're updating, or if we actually have to go through virtual training process to learn the ins and outs of the new change that we're doing. There's, We're always right. training. We're always learning new things. We're always trying to keep up with the times and changing. Right. Thank you for sharing that, Ashley. Thank you, Jen. Ladies, we're getting low on time. So my next question was to ask you more about how things are going to change at Travelers after the pandemic, but we've talked about a lot of those Mm -hmm. things already that military spouses get to stay remote. Uh, Jen and Ashley, is there anything else you want to add on that topic before we move into the benefits of working with Travelers? No, I think we've covered covered a lot. Yeah, I think we kind of inadvertently covered all of that in conversation So we're getting a lot of questions. I want to make sure I leave ample time to discuss those questions, but we really need to talk about the benefits at Travelers. They're incredible. And I sent multiple emails out to the Workforce community today just to highlight what those benefits are. So Jen, Ashley, do you want to walk us through what the benefits are of working with Travelers? Sure. I can share that it's rich. It really is. Our benefits are day one coverage, which is not common. You see a lot of companies with probationary periods. Ours is not. It's day one. Day one medical, day one dental coverage, vision insurance. I have to say my whole family has contacts and glasses and our dental insurance is stellar. We provide life and accidental death and dismemberment insurance. There's Mm -hmm. short-term, long-term disability options. And we have company holidays that are paid. Our PTO, so our our pay time off bank is a combination of vacation and sick leave. You start year one at 20 days. And as your time with the organization increases, those days increase as well. We have flexible spending accounts. We have a 401k retirement program. There's company match, which again is next to unheard of. And then probably the thing that nobody talks about anymore that we still offer is a pension plan. So many companies have gone away from that, and it's just, you know, it's one other amazing benefit that Travelers has to offer. And we have a whole bunch of other great benefits, like we offer educational assistance. So if you want to go back and get your degree, like we pay a portion of that tuition, we partner with certain childcare facilities, and they offer certain discounts. We offer assistance if you want to adopt a child. We have fitness club memberships. We instituted something this year, year on paid parental leave. The list goes on. It's incredible for a company of our size to be able to offer all these amazing benefits. So it's all day one. So I don't know, Ash, did I miss anything that's really important? No, I think you nailed it all. That was a pleasant surprise I had when I walked in. I don't remember talking about it in the interview process. We probably did, but walking in day day one or two, we started filling out our benefits packets. So Mm -hmm. it was 
it is day one and we do open enrollment every year and we can make those changes. You can purchase additional PTO as part of the benefits. Yes. And then if you don't use it, you can sell it back at the end of the year. So yeah, yeah that's amazing. And two of the things that stood out to me, well, really three, paid parental leave. Not a lot of organizations are doing that. Mm-hmm. PTO, 20 days. That's four business weeks. Listeners, the standard is two business weeks. It typically would take you five years to accumulate four business weeks of PTO as a part of your benefits package with any other organization. And all day one, holy moly, right? Yeah, touch on that that with the parental leave. I had went on maternity leave a few weeks before I hit my year mark with travelers and my entire Mm -hmm. time off was paid for. I think I I was short like maybe five days or something like that. So it was... You know, versus having to take, I had to do the full eight weeks, taking two months off, I I was paid the whole time. So it was nice. (laughs) Awesome. Well, okay. So be thinking about anything else that you want to add before we wrap up our conversation. We've got about five questions or more to answer. So viewers, if you've got questions for our travelers team, get them in the comments now if you want them answered. Let's start with this user who asks if you're hiring spouses in Alaska. Oh, I don't know that we have targeted that as a location, but again, based upon what we talked about today, I think everything's fair game. So I would give it a shot. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. So definitely if you're in Alaska and you want to apply, apply. I think the worst thing that can happen is you decide that the shift is not going to work for you. All right. Heidi asks, just she wants your opinion. Do you think the term household CEO is better than just leaving a blank on your resume? Well, I mentioned earlier, I think it's pretty great. And it shows that, you know, you were staying very, very active during that time and that, you know, you were contributing in one way or another, or maybe acquiring a new skill in some way. So leaving it blank just leads to misinterpretation and I'm sure that's not what you were doing. So uh, my preference as a recruiter, I would be tickled and humbled by that. So Awesome. So we've had Tina comment that she's applied a couple of times and she would like to know why she's not landing. Do you offer feedback? Could she email in and ask for feedback on her application? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Tina, why don't you email the recruiter that you worked with and ask for feedback? You can copy hire at vertforce.us and we'll try to help facilitate and make sure that you get the feedback you need. She said she's going to apply again as well. All right. Here's another great question. Is California acceptable? And I say a lot of, this is a great question because a lot of organizations rule out California. No, it's, it's in our Rolodex and I'd be very offended if it wasn't because I spent the first 30 years of my life in California. So (laughs) I'm saying yes. (laughs) How would we find the roles that are virtual on the Traveler's Career site? It's a great question. We didn't actually touch on this today, but if you're on our Travelers.com careers page, you can search for jobs by keyword. If you happen to have a requisition number or a title or a location, you can certainly type that in. You'll notice that there's an indication in, in the location description that says nationwide assume that those roles are remote. And so, it, you know, if you see any of those positions and you happen to be in a, in a location that's alternative to maybe what a primary location was listed, certainly apply. But nationwide's fair game. 
And sometimes my recruiters will also type in next to the title, like in parentheses, like remote or work from home. So not always the case, but that nationwide is a really great indicator. So good question. And don't forget, even if you're not applying to one of the jobs that are on our job board at VertForce, be sure to let them know you're a VertForce referral and that you can do that by inserting it into your resume, into your cover letter, talk about it with your recruiter when you get your interview. (laughs) Make sure to make that known so that you can be included in this military spouse and military hiring effort. So Megan Ashley would like to know after she applies, what are the next steps? She just completed her assessment. Oh, thank you for doing that. I wanted to mention that today that for the these two specific jobs that we talked about today, and then there's a, another grouping of, of roles within the organization, we do require that you as a applicant take the online assessment first. The next steps would be once you take that, and I encourage everyone to take it as soon as possible. Once you take that, it'll your resume will then be reviewed by a recruiter. If you meet all those men calls that they're looking for, they're going to reach out to you. They're going to schedule a phone screen with them directly. And then the next steps are typically, and again, we've had to all convert from office to to like Zoom interviews and Skype interviews, but you'll have a series of interviews with a hiring manager maybe a leader in the office. And then what we also like to do is, um, it's not really an interview, but it's like a a peer conversation. So like Ashley would be someone that if you applied for a job that she's in, like she would spend time with you, just kind of walking you through a detailed day to day of what it's like to do the job. And it's, you know, it's, it's your opportunity to ask those really great questions of, okay, Ash, what's the job really like every day? (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, and then, you know, if all goes well and everyone's in love, then, then an offer typically comes right after that. Thank you for explaining that process. I know it's very helpful for candidates who are applying and sitting at home and wondering, no. oh, am I going to get an email today or am I going to get a text? It's nice to know what the, the process looks like. I'll answer this one. I applied, but I did not put Vertforce as a reference, but I do meet all of the qualifications. So for this, I would say if you get into your interview, be sure to let your recruiter or your peer team know mm-hmm. that you are a Vertforce referral. You can easily correct that. All right, our next question. Oh, this is a good one. My husband is currently transitioning out of active duty into civilian world. Can we both apply for these positions through VertForce? Yes, please. (laughs) Absolutely. The links are in the description above my head, and they're also on our featured listings on the job board. And remember, if you don't have a job board membership yet, it's free. And it's a secure site. It's made for your viewing pleasure. All of our jobs there are virtual vetted, military friendly. All right. I'm interested in both positions. Can I put in two separate applications? You can. Yep. The assessment, the online assessment will be the same. So you'll get to bypass one, but certainly, you know, input your information for both roles. Are all states eligible for the remote positions? And that probably goes back to some of that, you know, California discussion. Yeah, it does. And again, the the ones that they're going to be considering remote, and I don't want to use the word indefinite, but for the mid time frame would be through the military spouse effort. But for now, yeah, every, I mean, every job is technically remote. Okay, amazing. So Jamie, if you're applying through VertForce as a VertForce referral, as a military spouse or transitioning service member, the positions are going to be remote, especially if it's indicated that it's a nationwide position. Mm -hmm. So definitely apply. Here's another question. This is a little off topic for us, but we'll go ahead and bring it in. Are the HR positions remote? And 
this is probably going to go back to the classification on the job board, on the traveler's job board, right? Yes. Typically, well, let me go historic. Historically, we have hired for HR positions that might support a business group require that they be in a specific location. And I'm speaking more from like a general lens because those individuals partner very, very closely with business and business leaders and their staff. Other HR jobs, so recruiting, employee relations, compensation benefits, employee services unit, etc. I think there's much more acceptance to hiring those positions, maybe not so much in the core office of Hartford or maybe like a St. Paul, Minnesota. So again, it would all be indicated in, in that posting. So, Okay. So pay attention to the specific posting and how it's classified. Yes. I, I think that's yeah. good advice. And that's good advice across the board for any company. You got to read carefully and make sure you know what you're applying for. Mm-hmm. Here's a great question. And you probably can't see the full thing on screen, but during the interview process, if they're asking for how you've handled an office setting in the past, and it's been 15 years since you've been in an office setting, should you bring up other situations in regular normal life that might mimic an office setting? And just to be honest, that you haven't been in an office setting in many years? Yeah, I think that's fair game. I know that there are some questions on the front end of some of our job codes that the detail out, like, this is what the work environment looks like. Is this something that Mm -hmm. will work for you? So you certainly have the option to choosing what you feel most appropriate. And then, you know, if you do get the opportunity to have that live conversation with the recruiter, you can certainly bring it up then. And I don't know if this is where this question is necessarily going, but I do want to I do want to share if there is a legal accommodation that needs to be made to someone's work environment. We have a whole other crew at Travelers that will work with a candidate, an employee to try to create the environment where they would be most successful. Again, assuming that it was within our confines of being able to accommodate that particular need, but there's a very specific group that is really, really sensitive to making sure that we give everyone equal opportunity. That's amazing. Thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) And for this user, I would also say if you're just struggling with being nervous about your interview and not really sure how to answer some questions because it does sound like maybe you haven't been interviewing a lot lately, I encourage you to go check out our free course, How to Ace Your Virtual Interview, and our free podcast episode on acing your virtual interview, which I think is number 19 or number 21 of our podcast. We give some really great tips on how to respond to interview questions and really getting to the root of what the question is about. Aniko wants to know if these positions are only CONUS friendly. Continental United. Sorry, ladies. (laughs) And I do believe these are CONUS-friendly opportunities, continental United States only, um, not hiring outside of the continental United States at this point in time. That's Although I know you guys have reach in Canada and the UK. We do. That's something that will happen Alaska. in the future. Alaska. We do actually hire for some okay. of these jobs in, in Canada as well as the UK. So, you know, again, those will be indicated. Those specific locations will be indicated as such yes. in the postings. But the bulk so of what I we're hiring know, for, yeah, is U.S. Yeah, I do know, Aniko, the two jobs, the entry-level positions that we're promoting this evening that are on the job board, they are CONUS plus Alaska and Hawaii friendly. 
So let's keep our fingers crossed that Travelers is just blown away by their response from the military spouse community and opens up everything to be CONUS and OCONUS friendly. In fact, Kimber, one of the 10 military spouses that we hired this fall, one of them was actually based in Hawaii. So, Oh, nice. That's wonderful. All right. Can you be overqualified and still land this job? I don't like that word. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. I don't think anyone's overqualified. I think it really depends on where you're at and what you want to do. So, you know, if, if you feel like you've got maybe more than what's described in the job description or, you know, more years of experience, I would encourage everyone to apply. Yeah, I don't like that word. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so in short, yes, just depending yes. on what you're looking for in yeah, your life right it now. Does. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Does Travelers supply equipment? Absolutely. Yes. We do. All equipment. Uh, how is Travelers accommodating remote workers with children at home in the workspace? Mm. I have three of those. <laughs> Thankfully, my mom lives with us, so I have the help, but a lot of other people don't. And honestly, we're just super understanding about it. And a lot of our callers are very understanding as well. So it honestly just kind of just becomes like a like a side conversation while we're helping them meet their needs, joke about mm-hmm. it. My dogs start barking when, you know, especially right now, holiday shopping, Amazon deliveries left mm-hmm. and right. My dogs are always yeah. sounding off more than my kids. So, you know, it's nothing that we've had an issue with, to be completely honest. So it's been good. Thank you so much. So I'm seeing a lot of additional questions about states. So I just want to cover that every continental United States state is acceptable, and that answers about three or four additional questions here. And thanks for covering that. I think it's important for our candidates to understand, because a lot of our candidates are struggling right now with having their kids at home and not being able to have them in childcare, not being able to have them at school. So it's important for us to talk about that. All right, I think we have just a couple of more questions. All right. Do we apply through VertForce or do we do it directly through Travelers? How are you going to identify us as military spouse applicants? So the process that we've stood up at VertForce is actually just applying through Travelers. We Our job description is a little different than what you'll see on the Travelers site because our job description includes instructions for you to identify yourself as a VertForce referral and as a military spouse So if you go to the VertForce job board, you can see the full job description and the little blue apply button will take you directly to the traveler's site where you can submit your application. But you'll see in red on the job description, there are some instructions there for how you should be identifying as a military spouse. Uh, Jen, Ashley, do you have anything to add to that? No, I believe that when you apply as an applicant, you have the opportunity to put in like how you heard about travelers and VertForce should be a drop down option for you. So hopefully that makes it even easier. Yes. All right. How often do you typically have training sessions for the CSR positions? Well, it depends on (laughs) (laughs) It really does. It really does. Um, It depends on what we have going on with the company. I mean, if we have a new product rolling out for some of the things that we service, we do one big one with, we break it down into groups. There's always some sort of training we're doing every month though. We, we call it version training. We have a monthly version training. So there's something that's always updated. 
So a lot of times it is just a self-study where we read through it. A lot of times there are some other opportunities where it's a little bit more in-depth than that and they want to do like a virtual training um, to make sure we that we're, we're learning it and understanding it. And then if there's the something big changing, they we'll make sure the we do the future. training before it goes live. Okay. All right. So I think that there may be something to be mentioned there about a recruiter who will hold the person for the future if they can't make it. That's accurate. Yeah. So what I think Ash described was when new products roll out or some enhancement, but when you first get hired into Travelers, there's a dedicated training period, if you will. And if you can't make that particular training period, what we would normally do, we don't have this happen a lot, but it does. We will almost give that person like the first right for that next class that comes up. So it could be a couple, couple weeks later, it could be a couple months later, but that training is just so important. And you and you go through it together, you're a cohort. So mm-hmm. it's anywhere from 10 people all the way up to, gosh, 20 people in a, in a <laughs> class. And you train together. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's very, very structured training for, for a reason. So we would probably, we'd probably reserve you for that next training class if you couldn't commit to the dates that we had already set aside. So. Thank you. All right. Last two questions. We're going to hold off on taking any additional questions. If you have more questions, you can email hire at vertforce.us. How many times can you reapply if you did not pass the assessment and how soon? If you take it and unfortunately you don't pass it, you can take it six months later. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then our last question is, does the application require or request a cover letter? Nope. Nope. I don't want to say don't do one, but we'll look at your resume first and foremost. So. But if you felt like you needed to describe your environment or your situation or something, it's definitely something that we we will eventually take a look at. But we're really more focused on the resume, if I'm honest. So, (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. And thank you so much, Ashley. This has been an incredible conversation. So what I want to do is just conclude with a reminder about how to connect with travelers. You can find them on LinkedIn at forward slash company forward slash travelers. Facebook and Instagram at Travelers Careers, on Twitter at TRV underscore careers. If you'd like to visit their career site, that's careers.travelers.com. We invite you to head over to our job board, jobs.vertforce.us, and view the two listings, the two entry-level listings that we discussed tonight, which was the customer service or insurance service representative and the sales representative inbound calls only. There you're gonna find special instructions to identify yourself as a Vertforce referral and apply. Ashley, Jen, this was fun. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Vertforce members, you guys have been great. You've been such an engaged audience tonight. Um, We hope that a lot of you are getting hashtag hired at Travelers. I can see probably half of you who are are on tonight are actually applying or are already in your interview process. So I'm so proud for you. Don't forget to check out our How to Ace Your Virtual Interview course so you can put your best foot forward with travelers. Good luck. All right, we'll talk to you all soon. Happy Tuesday Night Live, signing off. All right, Vert Force, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, 
I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.